0: The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today is Jane Paulette and Jane is the executive director of the Quincy Symphony of Orchestra. No, Quincy Symphony Orchestra Association. That's right. Right. Kind of a mouthful but I think we got it right okay so um, I know the Quincy uh, Symphony you do a lot of performances throughout the year right um, this year is a very special year though right is it it's your 75th right. yes okay um, so you have what you're calling what we'll call the uh finale to this grand anniversary year coming up and that is this saturday right that's
1: right okay saturday okay
0: saturday april 22nd um you have a couple well more than a couple you have a lot of special things happening that day so go ahead and tell us a little bit about um you know kind of what the finale is going to include and what you're excited about.
1: Well, um Bruce Briney is the conductor of the Quincy Symphony and when we of course were preparing for our seventy fifth anniversary, we're like, How often do you you know, I mean that's really a huge it's anniversary. It's a big deal, yeah. So what are we gonna do that's extra special? So we had many, many things. We had Um, Jennifer Bach Nelson made live art during one of our performances. We commissioned a composer to write a piece for us. That's Um, Actually, we commissioned two composers to write pieces, one for the Youth Orchestra and then one for the Adult Orchestra. Okay. And the one on Saturday night will be the one for the Adult Orchestra that will open our program by composer Roger Zaire. He used to be a professor at Illinois State University. Okay. And it's called Luminous Synchrony, and it's based on Driving along in the Midwest, and how we always see those at night. You see the red lights on and off from the from the windmills yes yes <laughs> i mean i would never i mean this is a creative thinker it you know? is so creative I and mean,
0: actually we were just my husband and i were just driving and we realized that it, they are sync they are synced they're synchronized and it is very strange when you it's almost mesmerizing when you start to look at it and you're waiting for the the timed synchronicity it's very cool
1: exactly yeah that's what he was saying and i was you're in the dark and it's like these invisible all of a sudden these lights are just coming on you can't see the windmills and all all you can see right. is those lights so that was his inspiration For the piece how cool Um, it's really interesting to read his notes on um how he came up with the music for it Uh, and we've been practicing it for i don't know five or six weeks now and the composer is actually um he lives now in north carolina he's traveling here and he'll be here for the premiere and he'll talk from 7 to 7.15 from the stage with Bruce Briney about the piece and how he came up with the music. That's so cool. So Yeah, it's really neat. So if people get to the concert, the concert starts at 7.30, but if they get there by seven, they can hear that little 15-minute short conversation between the conductor and the composer. And how
0: interesting would that be to hear kind of the inspiration and then to actually get to hear the piece?
1: I know. That is really neat. Writing for a symphony orchestra, writing music, I mean, you think about all the many voices in a symphony, so it's quite a complex thing to to do. Yes. And then the next thing on the program would be the Rachmaninoff Second Piano Concerto, which if you're not familiar with piano music, you might be like, well, what's that? Well, this is... It's beautiful. I know that. Just recently... Um, a couple weeks ago voted by Classic FM, the number one classical music piece by our nation, by the by, um, United States wow. classical music lovers. This is the number one popular piece. That's big stuff. So, but it's very, very, very difficult to play. You can't just have any pianists come in and play it. So over many years, we haven't performed it. Okay. So we have a soloist coming. Um, he's from Belleville, Missouri. Okay. But he'll be um, coming up and performing with us. His name is Brian Woods. Excellent. And we're, he's played with for several other symphonies this piece recently, and uh, was came highly recommended. So we're very excited. In fact, um, on Tuesday night he'll be coming up for our dress rehearsal, and he'll be. Practicing on the Steinway, um, Morrison Theater has a nine-foot Steinway grand. Yes, and it's beautiful. It's a fabulous yeah. instrument, <laughs> yeah. and but it hardly ever gets to play in that solo spot. Usually, it's at the back of our orchestra, performing an accompaniment role. So it's really exciting that it's going to be front and center. Yeah, um, and you know, featured on the concert.
0: That'll be very special, and it is beautiful. And Morrison Theater is beautiful. I mean, just the whole the whole experience is just probably just going to be breathtaking. Yeah, that's well, awesome. You know,
1: it's an amazing venue. And then this piece a lot of the melodies people will recognize because they're used by um there's a song all by myself this melody came straight out of this concerto really um it's popular well maybe before your time i think but. i know what you're talking about but i'll spare you the singing of it right <laughs> you know. But and it's been in movies and i mean many different people will recognize yes. the melodies from it yeah. so and then um and then after the intermission is the the grand finale piece it's called pines of rome and uh it has it's a, a depiction of four different areas of rome uh, there's pine trees all over italy but and they're different types and so um, the composer um, Respighi is his name he tried to depict the different atmospheres of several different areas of rome like one is uh, the pines of the geniculum which is a a beautiful park in okay. Rome and this is one of the first this was written in the 1940s I believe um, this is one of the first instances of using recordings along with live music Wow so he had gone out and recorded Nightingales and then there's one area where suddenly in the theater you're going to hear bird songs the nightingale which huh. is, the first time I ever heard Pines of Rome, I've played it several times over my, I've got a long career as a violinist. <laughs> um, 50 something years as a violinist. As a violinist, just but, violin, uh, I mean,
0: violin from start to, to right, now, that's awesome. Years old.
1: Wow. Um, but I think uh, I've played it probably five or six times, but the I still remember the very first time I ever played it, I was like looking around like, what is that? Really? There's, nobody, there's nothing indicated in my music that there's gonna be, birds, Birds. suddenly you're hearing these amazing bird sounds. So that's that's one of the kind of intriguing things about it. And then the very final piece is um, called Pines of the Appian Way, um, is kind of a depiction of the Roman army marching into Rome, victorious. Yeah. So it has this kind of slow march, like a a hordes of people would be, you know, it's not like Like a fast march, powerful. And it gets louder and louder and louder. And then there's these trumpet calls. And so we have a dozen extra musicians. They'll be in the balcony. Wow. They'll be kind of surround sound. Oh, it's going to be surround? That's going to be Plus so cool. All the musicians on the stage. Oh, wow. Plus, there's organ, and there's like, I mean, it's just the biggest crescendo you can possibly imagine. Oh. Um, I can
0: only imagine the goosebumps. And there's something about it. There's something about the crescendo. There's something about an orchestra. There's, some, I mean, just the whole feel of it. It really does get you in your feels. I, yeah, it and, does. Yeah.
1: I, I get, I'm getting uh, chills You're getting telling goosebumps you about it. I love it.
0: I love <laughs> the excitement. It's definitely going to be uh, beautiful and interesting. And um, I think I've been to a few uh, of the concerts, a few performances, and they're always just so beautiful. They're always just yeah, breathtaking almost, so. no, you know, yeah. the,
1: the neat thing about Pines of Rome is it takes you through many different moods. You know, classical music can be really introspective. You can like, you know, I'm a classical music lover, but I often, when I sit and listen to classical music in a hall, in a concert hall, yeah. I'll close my eyes Sometimes my husband just yeah. me. He thinks I'm asleep, but I'm just like taking <laughs> you're it. You're just in. enjoying it. Yeah. Then, you know, but then there's other times when you're just very excited by it. Yeah. And the Peace Pines of Rome has four different sections, and it depicts, like I said, that beautiful nighttime sound of the nightingales, but also this big, huge crescendo. And then there's another movement that's children playing, and yeah. it's very lighthearted, you know, oh, so fun. it's kind of interesting program music. Right. Where the composer's actually trying to. Have kind of lead your thoughts in a sure. certain direction. right.
0: Very cool. I love I love how you put that. And you don't have to be a lover of classic. I mean, if you if you just go to experience it and you let yourself experience what just the excitement and the different moods of each piece, and even throughout the pieces, I think that's it's just very neat. So Well,
1: and you know, think about like video game music. That's really classical music, that background music yes. that like gets you excited or calm or whatever. Or going nervous on. even,
0: Mario is what
1: I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or movies. You <laughs> yeah. Know, you hear these great um themes from the movies. That's oh, all absolutely. Classical music too. Yeah. And that's all these Many, many voices of the orchestra coming together to form those amazing sounds. Yeah. And
0: definitely mood inciting. That is just very neat. Well, okay, and it's April twenty second. And you also have, um so let's just roll through that real quick. April twenty second at Morrison Theater, right? That's right. Okay. And seven thirty PM is when it starts, but as you said, um what's his name? Seven o'clock, Roger Zare. Roger Zare will be speaking at seven about his inspiration behind his piece. Mm-hmm. Um and then also after intermission, you have something that's pretty cool as well, right? Is it after intermission?
1: The Pines of Rome. The the oh, the, raffle. the raffle. Yes, that's So right. yeah,
0: so not only is there great music, but there also uh, is a really fantastic prize uh, right. that you get raffle tickets, and the raffle, of course, supports Quincy Symphony Orchestra Association. Um, that's
1: right. Those tickets are ten dollars a piece. Okay. Or Twelve for a hundred, and you can buy them at the concert. Perfect. You know, up up through intermission, and then. Yeah
0: and then you're out Something of luck it's
1: gonna win a thousand dollars yes and that is so
0: exciting um so it is open to the public uh it tickets are 15 is it 15 to 18 dollars depending on where you're sitting or is well, it depending no. oh, on age it's or... general
1: admission okay um so but if you are 62 or older then it's 15 dollars. gotcha otherwise it's 18 dollars. discount and any okay. anybody 18 and under is free so a family Great. can come for the price of the two adults sure
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of tickets, they are available at QSOA.org, Hy-Vee, County Market, or Sturhan. And you can also get them at the door. That's right. So it's not something that you have to buy ahead of time. That's right. right. Okay. Perfect. I um, don't want to wait
1: in line, buy them ahead of time. Right.
0: Right. Right. Well, this sounds like it's going to be just amazing. And if you're a lover of music, which who isn't, I think it is the one thing that everyone can agree on. Music is it brings us all together and everyone loves it. Right. Right. And
1: you'd have to think after 75 years, it's like, what can we do to really crown the season? Right. So, so, you know, you
0: know, it's going to be amazing.
1: Pulling out all the stuff. Yeah.
0: Which is so cool. Mm -hmm. Well, Jane, it has been a pleasure speaking with you and, uh, hopefully I get the chance to go to this because I, Again, I love watching what you do and I would be looking for you in, in the violin and I think that's just so neat. Yeah, so great. appreciate it. Hope okay. Well, don't miss uh the seventy-fifth anniversary finale of the Quincy Symphony Orchestra. Um, this Saturday, April twenty second, seven thirty PM at Quincy Junior High's Morse again. Coming up, David Adam talks to me about the possibility of a new sports complex. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway, and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour. A great night's sleep starts at Harvey's Furniture. Check out the large selection of complete bedroom sets. And when it comes to mattresses, we have a full selection from Vemco, Spring Air, and Chatham & Wells. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home.
2: Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy Home Improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy.
0: Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information utopia event center 900 north 12th street in quincy and welcome back joining me now mr david adam hey
2: do i get the mr um, you
0: do you do uh sometimes i want to call you like my buddy my pal but t- today we're being a little more formal i think okay. it's because i'm wearing a jacket i don't okay. know yeah.
2: and, and you, do, you look very nice thank today. you it's very 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 classy hey jacket.
0: i try sometimes I can I can bougie myself up a little bit every once in a while. Anyway, today we are talking about something uh, so cool, and I know, of course, even saying these words get people a little excited. But we want to make sure that we uh, specify this is very the very infant stages, right? And we're talking about the possibility of a sports complex in Quincy, Illinois.
2: Possibility. Possibility. Well, I mean, uh, when. I talked with uh, Quincy Mayor Mike Trope and the Director of Planning and Development, Chuck Bevelheimer, last week, and Mayor Trope was a little more forward-thinking. Okay. Chuck Bevelheimer was like, whoa, 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 we are just talking. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, hold on. But the fact is that city officials have been talking to uh, other local entities. Johnwood Community College, uh, the Crocs Center, uh, Quincy University, asking, where do you need help yeah. in regard to... Supplemental uh, space. Absolutely. or Right? And, yeah. And, and look, I mean, I'm a, a youth coach myself. You're the parent of a youth player. It's hard to find space in Quincy yeah. to just practice. Right. And so the city has talked to a lot of people. They've sort of done the initial ground level. What do we need? And yeah. they come to the determination: we need more hard court space. Okay. All right. Volleyball. Now what do you do? Yeah, volleyball. Basketball. Pickleball. Pickleball. Right? Yeah. All those yeah. different things. Yeah. So now, what's next? Sure. And that's that's literally where all the farther it's gone. Okay. However, like you said. Uh, just since we posted the story this morning Mm -hmm. i've already had someone call me and say oh i want to go talk to the city council about what i think and if you read some of the comments on our facebook page it is oh it needs to be at the riverfront oh Mm -hmm. it needs to be over here why would you put it over there we need more room for this sport this sport and this Mm -hmm. sport so it's obviously going to get a lot of interest i love it from a lot of people
0: i love the engagement and i think that uh, sports
2: has the power to
0: do that it's like you know when you're talking about events in Quincy bringing uh, tourist people dollars uh, I think this is this is a win-win and hopefully even though we are just talking about it it is being talked about and I think yes. that is a total plus plus. and Brittany and I had this conversation on a uh, coffee talk not no, 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 not too long that. ago coffee that. talk Thank I was you. trying not to like steal her thunder because she's so good at it but um, we did have the conversation of, it, it It does seem like a very, just a great idea and a potential moneymaker. Well, there are other
2: cities doing the same thing. Yeah. Burlington, Iowa. Right. Is, has already sort of built the shell of a, of a building. Have you ever taken your kids to Fun City? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're building something at Fun City. Okay. Um, when you go through Springfield, do you know where Shields Sporting Goods Love it. is? it. Yes. Same thing uh-huh. building something there uh-huh. that I think is going to have to play into this project as well. Sure, that you're there's going to be some public private partnerships, but again, Quincy's not even to that level, right? The Burlington, the shell of that building has been built. Um, the project in Springfield goes before its city council this week, um, but other cities are seeing the same thing if we build it they will come. Sure. And I spoke with Holly Kane uh, with the Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Just the, the events that she talked about with me, uh, uh, Little People's Golf, Firecracker Classic Swimming, uh, the Q-Town Baseball Tournaments, brought in an estimated $4.8 million yeah. last year. And that doesn't even count the high school sports that are being played. Those are just the, like the summertime events that are uh, that are held by different entities sure. around town. Yeah. So,
0: but it still gives you; it still gets butts and seats. It yeah. still gives you, you know, and, filling and more up hotel rooms more and in
2: hotel. Rooms. Yeah. As much as you want to look at, yeah, we want to do this to give our kids a place to practice, and that's great. The big driver, I think, behind this is going to be it's going to fill up hotel rooms. Yeah. And I mean,
0: it's revenue for the city, yes. right? Yeah. So not only that's why I call it a win-win. Uh, sports is huge in Quincy, as it should be. Uh, there are a few things that get people really passionate and really engaged, and it is. That's one of them. Yeah, that is one of them. So people are going
2: to say, "Why is the city getting, city getting involved in this?" And it may just be to help get start it started. Things moving. Mm-hmm. I think there have been a lot of other people who have thought about this. Yeah. Um, there have been a couple of other places in town. You had k Arena where indoor soccer was held. Not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, the Oakville Lindsay Center used to have indoor soccer. Not there anymore. But it seems like now there is a push, there is a lot of interest in the idea of trying to come up with more ideas. And it's not just the, the youth baseball tournaments that are in town, awesome. The youth basketball tournaments that are in town, but there are so many yeah, more so many other more. options, yeah. and I think the the billiards tournament. that I was, was going to bring that up long yeah. ago. Yeah, really, it was big. It it's, was big, and they wanted it to. They want to make it bigger, mm-hmm. and the Oakley Lindsey Center doesn't have the space have to capacity. do it. Yeah. So again, it might help them be able to bring in sure. bigger things as well. But right now, this is very talking stage. Sure. Um, but you know, I mean they 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 don't have a, they don't have a plan. They don't have any source of funding. They're just talking about if we were to build it, what do we need? Yeah. And so I think people need to remember that, Sure. you know, pump the brakes, yep. but it is, it is, it is something that will drive a lot of talk around. It here.
0: is. Yeah. And the conversation has to start somewhere. So I'm glad that it's starting. Absolutely. And now that Muddy River News has covered it, I'm sure people are going to be very engaged and very, uh, yeah, they're going to be very involved with this and it's going to be harder to kind of let it fade away
2: right so well it depends a person i've already spoken to today uh uh-huh how do i how do i get involved what do i want to do and then one of the first things that i told him and and he may be there tonight is go talk to the city council you have the opportunity to address them and say i think we need to have this Uh i think you need to have that Uh uh it should be this big i think it should be in this part of town here is your opportunity to go to the city council. Sure. You get three minutes and you can tell them what you think and how you can get involved as well. Yeah. That's kind of how the
0: process works. Absolutely, and I think the city, you know, the people, for the folks who are questioning why the city is involved, like you said, it may not be that they're going to be, you know, at the center of this, but I do think it is, Beneficial for them to be at least someone involved in conversations because it will affect city revenue and it will affect hotels and it will affect, you know, tourism. And I think that that's something that, yeah, definitely they should have you know some say in and some some driving force behind. So So
2: we're we're just getting started. I mean, this is, uh, I I think I asked uh, uh, both the mayor and Chuck Bevelheimer, the director of planning, last week. On a scale of zero to a hundred, yeah, where are we? With one hundred meaning we're digging holes in the ground sure. to start building. Yeah, zero being we're just having a cup of coffee and talking about this and, and and i think between the two of them their average is at about 0.2 okay so we're just getting. that's all right
0: point. i'll take the point too all because right. i think it is exciting and i appreciate you giving the information and i hope you stay on top of it i know you will but right. yeah well I'll, t- I'll, I'll report what they tell there me there you go there you go awesome well there you have it potential even if it's just potential Sports Complex in Quincy, Illinois. I think that's awesome. So, I think it is too. Yeah, thank you so much. You bet. All right. That does it for today's Daily Muddy. We'll catch you back here tomorrow for more. Muddy River News.
1: Our home. Our news.